0: Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.
1: Baseball season, it comes and goes, but Crawford Bach just flows and flows. It's the Bach to drink any time of year. You don't need a reason, cause it's a dang good beer. You can rock the Bach at a music festival or rodeo, Shakespeare in the Park, or Lowrider Car Show. It's the Bach for bonfires and happy hour, South Padre, even your next baby shower. So share a Crawford Bach anytime with your favorite gals and bros. And when baseball season comes back, let's go Strohs! This episode of Astrocast is brought to you by Car Brewing. Car Brewing,
0: crafted for serious fun.
2: Today, the Houston Astros wrap up a three-game series against the Los Angeles Angels in Anaheim. The Astros lost to the Angels 5-4 in 10 innings yesterday. George Springer, two hits, including a go-ahead two-run home run in the ninth inning. He drove in three. Zach Granke gave up two runs over five and two-thirds innings in a no decision. But the Astros have dropped three of their last four games while the Angels ended a three-game skid. Astros 4 and 4, tied with Oakland for first in the AL West, a game and a half ahead of the Angels, who are tied with the Rangers for last in the division with a record of 3 and 6. Let's take a look at today's pitching matchup presented by Houston Methodist. Houston Methodist is proud to be the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. It's Josh James on the mound for the Astros today, and James making his second start of the year. Lasted just three innings, walked five in his first start Monday against Seattle. And we say this all the time about Josh James: when he's able to get ahead in the count, he's pretty tough to beat. That was a that was a struggle for him his last time. Yeah,
3: he just has to throw strikes. And Josh James, admittedly, uh was was a little out of sorts in that last game because things sped up, and he said he just kind of got out of his rhythm and. And what he normally does to, to slow things down. So I say that because it's very fixable, and we've seen him uh, look real calm out there. And yeah, and he was rushing, and, and maybe some sometimes a veteran catcher can help a young pitcher like that get through some of those games. But it just wasn't meant to be. He just threw a lot of pitches in those three innings, so they had to get him out of there. I expect much better out of Josh James today. I'm sure he'll slow things down and let his natural ability show against this Angels team on a day where they'll probably have a few shadows too.
2: Shohei Ohtani on the mound for the Angels. You talk about expecting much better. The Angels are expecting much better from Ohtani after he did not record an out in in his first start of the year Sunday in Oakland when he faced six batters, allowed three hits and three walks. But, I mean, we've seen what Ohtani can do when healthy, of course, had the Tommy John surgery, Uh, can be one of the more talented pitchers in baseball.
3: Yeah, he just laid an egg. There's no two ways about it. And He talked about maybe there's some trepidation. Maybe there's a little bit. Uh, going on in my brain that's not allowing me to really reach out and let it go because of that surgery, and you know that's happened to a few pitchers. It, you know, and it takes a little while, and uh, to have a little success and feel like okay, I, I really am healthy. But right now, there's just a, a little tiny seed in the back of his mind not letting him do it. And you know, I've watched a little bit of the mechanics, and it looks like he's got that little gator arm right now. He short arms things and doesn't get fully extended. So, and because of that, his velocity is not quite as good. So his hand speed is not quite where it usually is. So his braking stuff isn't as nasty and sharp. So uh, hopefully the Astros don't see the good Otani yet uh, because it's certainly in there. Keys to the game presented by Honda. Visit your local Greater
2: Houston Honda dealers for great deals in all models. Honda, the official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Boy, was it encouraging to see the way George Springer swung the bat, uh, not just yesterday, but even in in Friday, maybe starting to break out of his funk a little bit, a big home run, even though it wound up not standing up in the ninth inning last night. A lot to be encouraged about with with Springer.
3: Yeah, we're never going to really be worried about Springer, right, unless he's injured or something like that. It's just every once in a while, and sometimes it starts at the beginning of the season where it doesn't look good. He was one for 20, and you're saying, hey, that's what we see on the scoreboard. We see that average, and that's not George Springer. What's going on? Uh, But guys have one for 20s in the middle of the season, and their average is 284. It doesn't look as bad, right? Right. Uh, George is something, man. He's a superstar in this game. This team feeds off of his energy and you got to have him out there I man george springer is a, a very important cog for this team this team's going to have to slug their way to the playoffs
2: mike trout not on the lineup again he was on paternity leave which ended so he's on the restricted list just for today he's going to rejoin the angels for their next series against seattle but i mean you you play the angels and mike trout doesn't play in all three games that feels like you should you should win that series you right win it.
3: yeah you should win two out of three you know and the astros let one slip away yesterday, and, you know, they almost snatched it to begin with, but uh, they let it slip away. Uh, so they need to come out here and be ready for this ball game. Uh, Josh James can set the tone, uh, give them an opportunity to get a lead, and, and cruise on through here. Coming up
2: next, we'll be joined by Astros general manager James Click, but now this from your local station. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that good ball. Into the Crawford boxes.
4: How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bach? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So, root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. And
0: welcome back. Astros getting set to finish up their series in Anaheim, and we're pleased to be joined as we are every Sunday by. Astros general manager James Click and uh, really tough loss yesterday, James. Obviously, and um, I think maybe just kind of uh, showed some of the strengths and you know, some of the weaknesses of the Astros offense was able to come back. George Springer uh, had a big game and the, the big go ahead home run, but uh, unfortunately, Osuna getting hurt, and um, we've seen it all year so far in the early going where you've kind of had the mix and match in the bullpen with, with a lot of young guys.
5: Yeah. Obviously the positives from yesterday, uh, are something that we need to keep in mind. And, and George's game in particular, um, is something that, that really brought a smile to my face. And I know, uh, made a lot of us, uh, excited about what he can do the rest of the year, uh, especially coming on the tails of, uh, what Tucker did the night before. So look, there's, there's going to be ups and downs in the season. We knew that, um, and and then last game had I think a lot of them.
3: You're trying to patch some things up right now James and you guys signed Fernando Rodney uh familiar to a lot of us but uh tell me about that signing.
5: Well Fernando and I actually go back to uh the Rays days back in uh the early 2010s uh I mean he had one of the greatest relief seasons of all time uh I think it was 2011 we had a 0.6 ERA or something like that um you know he's He's a tremendous veteran presence. He's a great pitcher to have. Uh, we're lucky to have him. And, and, you know, if we need him, uh, we'll, we'll get him here as soon as we can.
0: Do you, yeah, and to that point, do you have an idea of, I mean, I know it's got to be tricky with everything going on in the team in the middle of a, a lengthy road trip to, to add guys uh, who aren't on your taxi squad, but, do you, do you have an idea of, of when Rodney might join the team, or is there something you need to see from him first to throw bullpins or throw to hitters or something like that?
5: Yeah, he hasn't had the chance to get off a mound yet in front of us, um, so we'd like to at least jump over that hurdle before uh, we ask him to come into a big league game and, and get outs in the middle of a pennant race. So uh, we're, we're trying to expedite that process as, as fast as we possibly can. And he, he wants to be here. It's just a question of making sure that he's ready
3: and he can help us win some ballgames. Can you give us the progress reports on Jose Urquiti and Jordan Alvarez right now at the alternate site?
5: Yeah, I, I got some video of Jordan uh, swinging a bat uh, in the cages. Uh, you know, he looks like himself, which is obviously awesome. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Urquidy still working on his, uh, his throwing program. Uh, there's no real timetable on either one of them. We anticipate Alvarez will be ready sooner than Urquidy, just, you know, position player versus a pitcher. Um, but what, what those dates actually look like, I don't know. Um, and I would just like everybody to try to be as patient as, as we're all trying to be because the last thing we need is to rush those guys back and, and have to put more guys on the I.L. How
0: tricky it is to make it, too, and not just with Alvarez and Urquidy, but even, you know, other guys who are on the injured list because uh, normally, you know, you, you kind of ramp them up and, and then you get them in some minor league rehab games uh, obviously, you can do simulated games and, and, and inter-squad games there at the alternate site, but obviously it poses some challenges that you wouldn't, wouldn't normally have because normally you'd be able to throw them in a minor league rehab game or two somewhere.
5: Yeah, well, that's 2020 is challenges that we don't normally have. So we're working with the guys down at Corpus. Our group down there is doing an awesome job of creating an environment where guys can get that competitive fire going and can get themselves ramped up to game speed. There's obviously no substitute for being able to play actual minor league games and actual rehab games, but we're trying to create the closest thing we can to that.
3: Boy, Blake Taylor's look good. Lefty out in the bullpen. Dusty loves having a lefty. But man, not just any lefty. Blake Taylor, James, has looked uh, really valuable and somebody you can use for a long time
5: yeah, no question. I mean, obviously having a lefty is great, but Blake has shown that he can get out lefties and righties, which yeah. is really what we need out there. is like guys who can go for those three batters minimum uh, and and he's given us some length beyond that. So, you can't say enough good things about what he's done to step into the role that he stepped into with, with his experience, with his, you know, background. I think it says a tremendous amount about him as a person and him as a pitcher.
0: Robert Ford and Steve Sparks, once again joined by Astros general manager, James click before the Astros take on the angels and Anaheim. Uh, we've already seen a bunch of injuries on the pitching side and unfortunately saw another one last night with Roberto Suna coming out of, uh, the game in the, in the middle of the, the ninth inning, uh, looked like he had done something with his arm. I think the, the official diagnosis, at least for now, was arm discomfort. Uh, I, I'd imagine you have to get Osuna in and and, and uh, get him looked at before you, you really have an idea of what this is and what a timetable could be for him.
5: 100%, we're not gonna leap to any conclusions based on you know that initial read, so we are getting him back to Houston to get him looked at by our doctors, and you know we're just gonna keep our fingers crossed and hope for the best.
3: It's almost a daily occurrence right now, unfortunately, James, but yesterday you put Chris Davinsky on the IL uh, with some elbow issues and you call up Carlos Sanabria. Can you tell us a little bit about him?
5: Yeah. um, You know, Carlos is, is a guy that we're going to need to help us out. Uh, I'm not really sure exactly what that role is going to look like. Obviously everybody is in different roles uh, than than they're used to right now. And you know, whenever he's called on, we know that he'll, uh, he'll come in and, you know, he's got big stuff. We got to, we got to make sure that the, you know, the ball's over the plate and that the command is there. Um, But he certainly has the potential to help us out in some big spots.
0: With all these young pitchers that you have, and many of them, you know, hadn't really worked out of the bullpen extensively before is part of this too, making sure that, uh, and I know a lot more of this falls on Dusty and Brent Strom and and Josh Miller, the bullpen coach, but part of it too, make sure you kind of manage these guys' workloads and maybe, you know, don't work them too much uh, in, in roles that they may not be familiar with yet?
5: Yeah, exactly. That's part of the blessing of having a 30-man roster right now is that we don't have to push these guys any more than we absolutely, uh, absolutely have to. Uh, they're learning new roles. We're all learning new roles in a lot of ways these days and, you know, making sure that we don't have them go back to back or two out of three or three out of four days before they are ready to do so is critical for their health and for the health of the team
3: hey what have you heard uh, about the team it, traveling uh the hotel the protocols that they're going through a uh, little different a lot of things that are different right now does everybody feel pretty comfortable i think we feel as comfortable as we can um in
5: full disclosure i was supposed to be on the flight with them to la a couple days ago but i got a little bit of a sore throat so i called the trainer I said, hey, listen, I've got this. And they said, okay, hang back. Don't get on the plane. And, um, you know, fortunately, I went and got a couple tests and I'm negative. So I'm out in Arizona waiting on the team. But now that I'm here, I'm going to get tested and then I'm going to isolate for 48 hours. So we're all getting used to these kind of realities and and the changing landscape of what this is, because in a lot of ways, this is not a major league road trip. It doesn't feel like a major league road trip. Guys aren't going out and, and going to restaurants. They're not seeing friends that they would normally see. They're not enjoying, you know, the the parts of the travel that I think we all all like to enjoy on these road trips. But we're doing that because we have to take this thing seriously. And the more seriously that we take it, the better chance we have to win.
0: And glad you're okay, by the way, James.
5: Thank you. (laughs) I didn't want to end up like Todd Callis.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, understandable, understandable. Uh, It's weird to be talking about the trade deadline being less than a month away and we're, we're just into the season, but that's obviously one of the things that's different about baseball in 2020. And uh, one thing about the trade deadline, a lot of listeners may not be aware of. You can only trade guys who are in the 60 player pool for your team. So that obviously poses some complications. And I mean, we all know that the Astros, like every other contending team has some needs and some holes they'd like to fill. Do you think it'll be a little more difficult this year than maybe in years past to, to maybe address some of those needs via the trade deadline?
5: Oh, bottom line is that it'll be unfamiliar. Uh, And, you know, whether that's good for us or bad for us, I don't know. I, I trust our group that we have here to think through the ramifications of a trade deadline that, you know, is four weeks from the end of the season, but also about halfway through the season. So in some sense, you're only buying four weeks of a player, and in another sense, you're buying half a season's worth of value from a player. So balancing those two things you know, making sure that we don't lose sight of what we're, what we're all here to do, which is to win, uh, is, is something that the group is, is challenged with, but we're up for the challenge.
3: Last question for me, James. I was just curious. Uh, Dusty had spoken about Forrest Whitley having some arm soreness during the summer camp, and it lingered. Uh, where's he at right now as far as his workouts?
5: Yeah, he's been shut down from workouts, and we're going to have him looked at. You know, we're optimistic and hopeful that it's something minor, but, you know, at the same time, we need to be absolutely uh, as cautious as possible here and make sure yeah. that uh, any player, and especially a player with Forrest's potential, uh, doesn't do anything to exacerbate, you know, something that, that hopefully is pretty minor.
0: James Quick, Astro general manager. Thanks for joining us.
5: Yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate
6: it. Stay safe. Uh, he just said he has some, uh, you know, discomfort in his arm, and so we're sending him back to Houston to get it checked and uh, and to get an MRI. So we really don't, we really don't know yet. I mean, it's a real downer that, you know, you know, when he signals you to come out, you're like, boy, that's not the news you want to hear, you know. So. Uh, we just have to wait uh, to, and after he sees the doctors.
7: What about uh, Presley when you went out there in the uh, the eighth inning?
6: Well, when I went out in the eighth, he had a, uh, like a little cut on his cuticle above his, above, above his thin, you know, thumbnail, so, you know, fortunate for us, you know, he was all right. And uh, we got him out of there because we didn't want him to throw too many pitches because that's,
7: that's his first outing. And so, uh, you know, that's why we got him out of there. Let's see, how devastating is this? You don't know the extent of those soon injury, but obviously you can't really afford to lose
1: anybody else with all you got.
6: No, no, you can't. But, you know, my dad told me don't think worse because it can get worse. And uh, boy, I mean, that was, uh, that was a terrible, terrible, terrible vote.
7: Uh, you guys had the highest of highs in the, the ninth inning. Just how invigorating was, was the rally? And, and it looks like George has yeah.
6: going a little bit. Well, that's what we've been waiting on, you know. Uh, some guys hit the ball in the ballpark, you know, and, you know, we left a lot of runners on base. Um, and so, you know, we finally cashed in some, and then, um, you know, the ball hit back to Asuna. It was up the middle uh, where Carlos was standing, and he deflected it. Then uh, I had to go get him, and then uh, Castro, you know, hit a ball off the wall. It looked like it was, was going to be over the fence. But, you know, then we had um, – they had basically loaded again in the 10th. And like I said, it's been, it's been tough getting those runners across.
1: This this game, again, is such a, a, a conventional pitcher's duel. Was it mm-hmm. a bit of a shock to see it sort of unwind into something considerably different down the stretch? There? Yes. Yeah, I mean, you know, Grinky was throwing great. And, uh, you, know, uh, you know, he had him um,
6: uh, full with off speed. And uh, when I went out to the mound, to, to see how Grinky he was, you know, if he'd been out of gas, I was gonna pull him, but if not, the reason I didn't is because he was, um, he said he had a lot in the tank. He had been, had good, good one eating out his hand with all speed all day, and, uh, and you see he hadn't hit a, well, he had one slider down in the corner, but, you know, anything slow, you know, I had him, and then, uh, you know, I had him in Washington, and then uh, we were hoping, that, you know, we are going to get him out. First, we missed the cutoff, man. That allowed the, the winning run to go to second. Um, you know, that was, that's a young mistake. And then, um, you know, we threw a good one, a three-run fastball, and every pitch he's hit has been a fastball. And uh, so I was hoping he was going to get him out, and then I could go to it the next inning and save uh, uh, Taylor, you know, for the left-handers that they had, um, you know, down in the bottom of the order. But, didn't work. I I really didn't want him facing Rendon and uh, because Rendon's like 900 OPS for his career or something like that. And so, but it's, it's, you know, turned out backwards where he struck him out. You know what I mean? So um, you just, you just don't know how to figure this
1: game sometimes. Given that, are there things that you can take away from this game that gives you uh, the little bit of proverbial hope for tomorrow? Yeah. I mean, you know, uh,
6: you know, when the sun goes down, sometime, you know, there's sadness, and you know, when the sun comes back up, then, you know, the heart can can find some joy, some some place in the next day. So, it's not easy to to uh, go to sleep tonight, but um, you know, the sun will come up tomorrow.
8: Last question for Dusty.
7: Dusty Osuna what? going with Osuna going to Houston. Are you guys going to um, make a roster move at this point to get an arm here?
6: Yeah, probably. You know, we got arms here. Now, you know,
7: um,
6: you know, uh, you know. We called up um, uh, Asanabria today, and then, and then we have another arm, you know, in case of a COVID situation or injury, which, uh, you know, we uh, we just sent him down today, so we might disactivate him, you know, tomorrow since he's here. You know, once we decide, you know, once we decide. Uh, you know, what we're going to do with uh, Asuna. You know, we're, we're short of pitching now, uh, you know, definitely short. So we'll probably uh, have to call up on Frambo, um you know, to be in the bullpen, you know, tomorrow. And hopefully James can take us deep into the game.
8: All right, Dusty, thank you for your time. Appreciate okay, it. Man. All right, questions for Zach Greinke.
7: Zach, you hinted after your uh, your previous start, you thought it might take a couple of starts to get your endurance, but it looks like you were kind of back in your form. How did you feel overall, just about um, your overall endurance? and? and your-
4: uh, pretty good. Just uh, pitched at a more comfortable level, so it took less stress on my body and arm. And so it worked all right. And so I uh, might try to do that until I start feeling better.
9: Tech, what did you like about what you did today? Uh, location
4: was really good. And uh that, that was the main thing. I guess uh, all the pitches seemed pretty good. Slider was good besides the first hit I gave up, that was a really bad one. But besides that is really good. Curve was pretty good, not great. Change up was was a uh, pretty good, not great, and then the basketball location was good.
1: Zach, do the starters feel the the need to go deeper into games, knowing that the the bullpen is under such stress and now Roberto Osuna may be gone for a while?
4: I guess I haven't talked to anyone about it. The first two games of the season, starters pitched good, so it wasn't a concern, and then since then, we haven't done as good, but we just had an off day, and we're about to have another off day. Uh so I guess it'd be better to go more, but with 30, 30 men on the roster, not as big of a deal as it could be some other times.
9: Jack, given given how things went for you, your last start, how encouraged are you by what you by what you were able to do today?
4: I mean, it still wasn't uh, ideal. I mean, I'm not throwing real hard. Uh, I think I could throw harder, but then I'd get tired. So it's kind of a kind of a little tricky situation at the moment. Um, and so just trying to do that, not get hurt like, and uh, get out, go deep into games. Today, the results, uh, I mean, going almost six innings and still feeling uh, strong is is good. But uh, I mean, it'd be nice if I uh, was throwing like three miles per hour harder. Then I'd feel a little better about the long term outlook, but not really trying to throw hard either at the same time.
5: Is going to be there at some point, or is this just might be how you have to deal with the entire season? I'm sure it'll it'll be there at
4: some point if we play the whole time, but uh, uh, I think I kind of tried to push it at one point earlier in spring, and it kind of Kind of wasn't really the best idea. So now I'm just back on just, just making pitches, and let it come when it comes, and not try to get it going too fast.
9: Zach, uh, how concerned are you with what's been happening around baseball and uh, uh, some 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 issues with some teams in terms of COVID and all that? How much does that concern you? How it could affect the uh, the game this season? I don't know. I mean, you'd rather it not happen,
4: and uh i don't really know not not uh, in the loop like really tight enough to to make an educated comment on it
0: zach with you not throwing as hard as you'd like to how important how important is your off-speed stuff right now
4: yeah i don't know i mean i mixed it up good today and felt like the location was good that you could make the argument my like fastball is still my best pitch today so uh the off speed stuff's important. If I mean if I'm not throwing for strikes and they're bad pitches, then, then people will start hitting my fastball. But I think it it's good enough if I'm locating and uh and the off speed stuff is good, like you're saying. So yeah, I kinda need kinda need all of it to come together, but I'm capable of doing that, so so I still have a decent chance of of doing good.
8: All right, Zach. Thanks for your time, man. Appreciate it. All right, questions for George Sprayer. To what degree
1: were you encouraged by uh, your performance tonight after having such a difficult start to the season?
9: Well,
8: yeah, but um, I think, you know, a lot of people put emphasis on statistics and all that, but this is still a grind. This is still a season. It is, you know, a shorter one, but it's still a process. You know, it's 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 not just going to click instantly. So it is it – is, a process um but at the end of the day i'd rather win the game
9: george what is the concern uh, of you and other your other teammates in the clubhouse about the rash of injuries for the pitching staff with roberto having to leave and going roberto having to leave and go back to houston
8: yeah it's scary um you know this is this is a league-wide thing i think you're seeing a lot of guys throughout the league starting to get injured um a lot of pitchers um it's scary. You know, I, I, especially when it, when it, when it, uh, it hits home, you know, Ozuna is obviously has been an absolute anchor for us. Um, so a, a, uh, for anybody who goes down, it's, it's, uh, it's hard
9: for us. George, what's the, the range of emotions to where you, and you've been on the other end of that where you high and low and then low and high, what was that like in that for you guys now?
8: It's baseball, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it happens, you know, I, I, I think when, when, you finally scratch across some runs. Um, and, and, you know, they did, did a heck of a job to, to, to fight back and, and, and you know, uh, what they did. But again, um, that's just the game. It is all what it is. You move on to tomorrow.
7: George, do you feel like you're seeing the ball better? You know, what do you think is the reason for the, for the improvement over the last couple of games?
8: It's a process um this this is a 60 game year um it is a little you know a little bit shorter and and a lot of people put emphasis on on the the length of the season but hitters are going to go through ups and downs Uh, but for us this is still a normal year i mean it's 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 all about you know progressing through the ups and the downs and you know we'll, we'll see what happens
1: Does some of the unprecedented weirdness that you saw in your early years with the Astros sort of help you deal with the even more unprecedented weirdness that seems to be coming up every day this year?
8: (laughs) No. You know, this is a year unlike any. Um, There hasn't been any player that's actually played through through this, any manager, any coach. Um, You kind of just have to take it by each day. Um, And the goal is to win as many games as possible. And you go from there.
9: What do you think of Garrett's two out knock first plate appearance of the year of the season and gets it done there right in front of you?
8: It's huge. You know that you know that's an at bat that that at the time completely changed the game. You know he uh, he was able to take a a tough pitch. You know head to first base. Um, you know our 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 offense is all about just kind of passing the baton on to the next guy and and uh, you know he was able to do that. George,
7: like the uh, extra inning rule with uh, the guy on second base, you guys have seen that seen that a couple of times now.
8: I mean, it is what it is. Um, it's interesting, to say the least. You know, you, you, you've you grown up your whole life with with that not happening, but it's happening. It is what, what it is, and you move on. George, uh, when, when Dusty didn't have you in the lineup the other day, he called it a clear-your-head type day for you. Did you need that, and is that how you took it? I think every player does. You know, I, I – I think a day off every now and again is, is, is always good for anybody.
0: Astrocast is brought to you by Carbach Brewing, the official podcast of the Houston Astros. Carbach Brewing, crafted for serious fun.
1: See you later.